Welcome to another episode of Intuition First Podcast with your hosts, Heather McKay and Christine Mira. We're here to connect you to your intuition and the gifts of the universe to get more out of your life and your business. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode uh, number three of Intuition First. And uh, I'm your host, Heather McKay, along with Christine Mura. And and we are here to uh, help you tap into your intuition and all the gifts in the universe and connect and pay more attention to that. Um, Today's episode, we're going to talk about recurring themes in your life. Um, If you have different situations that keep showing up the same way, there's a reason for that. So Christine, why don't you get into it? Tell us, tell us what, what it means to have a recurring theme in your life. Well, I would call them spiritual connected dots. I like that, that. That's what reoccurring themes mean for me. So it might mean for you, you got the same boyfriend, every iteration from high school till now. That might be a lot of iterations or the same husband a few times or this a parent that reoccurs in uh, you know a person in the same way that a parent might because there's something there for your soul to learn and grow from and expand and unless we're receiving it in a way that allows us to grow the universe just keeps giving us the same conversation until we wake up and we are aware that hey I'm, I should look at that And until you stop to understand to look at it, you just keep having the same experience because you're, you haven't been connected to your intuition, your soul whispering to you about, Hey, there's a lesson here. There's a lesson here. And you just go off and do the same thing over and over again, getting the same results. Right. So, um, when we're not listening, when we, when we do have these recurring themes, what, um, What do you think that can lead to? Like, how does that, how can that show up? Um, I mean, obviously, well, when we go over our our life history, we can see patterns if we look for them, but then how can that show up other ways? Like what might be um, Well, the universe will usually give you a a whisper, then metaphysically, it might be a tap on the shoulder. And then the next time you might trip. And then the next time, might be a car accident and then the next time you might be seriously injured or the next time you could have illness or the next time you're flat on your back or the next time you find yourself on your knees totally alone wondering how the hell you got here right well that did, none of that sounds fun so clearly we need to um listen when these we keep seeing these things, but the first step is awareness. Like you have to acknowledge that you're having these recurring themes. And usually that takes people two or three times to say, maybe they're in the same type of job or they're still frustrated in the same type of um, relationship or. I have a great Okay. Great. Yeah. Give us an example. So um, when I was 23, I met this guy and um he had certain characteristics and um, I found at the end of the relationship, we were together for eight years that it didn't work. We didn't have the same value system. We were really different. 
then I met my amazing husband because I was ready for a different iteration of what relationship looked like and had the most amazing relationship with this man. And we were together for 13 years until he um, caught pancreatic cancer and died. Then I think it was like 10 years later after he passed, I met this guy and this guy ended up being like, the guy that I met when I was 23. In fact, he was the same guy with the same circumstances. And I did ah. not learn from that first relationship. I didn't learn. But I thought I had because I had met my amazing husband. And he was completely different. Well, he's completely different because he was a highly evolved spiritual being. And I got to be a highly evolved spiritual being. So when he passed, you know, it was a long time. Met this guy 10 years later. 12 years later, I can't actually remember. And when I left that relationship, I realized he was like the guy in, when I was 23. And they had similar characteristics in their life circumstance, in the number of kids they had, in the way that they processed the world. I mean, it was uncanny. I, I was literally shaking my head one day when I realized that. Wow. Inside that last relationship, I got seriously sick. And I knew in the beginning, I knew in the beginning, like something was a little bit off, but I just kept ignoring it because I really liked this guy and, you know, hadn't been in a relationship in a long time and wanted the relationship, but I knew there was something askew. Do you mean you aren't listening to your intuition? I wasn't because your my, intuition ego, was telling you. my ego really wanted to be in a relationship. Right. And I, of course I hadn't completed my lessons from when I was 23 30 I hadn't you know I hadn't really learned them in the way that I needed to so I'll, I'll get to that um anyway all through the relationship with this guy you know there was something nagging at me there was something always askew something always off some excuse from him some excuse and um we ended up at, we were together for 11 months and at the end of 11 months it happened to be around Christmas time and or Thanksgiving, and I was coming back to the Bay Area. Uh, we were living up in the Seattle area at the time. And when we um, went up, right when I was going to fly down, I got Bell's palsy in the left side of my face. And I thought I was having a stroke. Or that he was a doctor and said, no, I think you have Bell's palsy. <coughs> so I, sorry, I need to pause a sec. Have it. I'm going to cough. So he, we lived in Seattle and um, I was coming back to the Bay area and my face got frozen. And when I look what that means emotionally, what the body is messaging me, it is repressed truth, not speaking my truth. That's what Bell's palsy. And it was on my left side, which is my feminine side, which is the receiving side. So anyway, I came back. I went and saw my Ayurvedic doctor. She worked on me for three hours and basically said to me, you really don't want to move to Seattle. You might want to stay in California. And I was driving home and I, and I heard spirit say to me, my intuition say to me, if you had your druthers, what would you do? 
And I remember out loud speaking, saying, if I'm my druthers, I'd find the man that I love lives in California. And a friend pointed out to me, oh, isn't that interesting? You didn't say such and such his name was in no. California. You just said the man that you love. So when I got Bell's palsy, I knew that it was speaking to me. It was like my physical body was telling me, get the hell out of there. It's bad for you. But my ego construct was like, oh, but I love him so much. And I, you know, I want to be here. And, and my physical, spiritual body was saying to me, no, you don't. It's so bad. It's so toxic. It's all these things. That was my body speaking to me. I could have ignored it. Could have gone back. Probably be dead now. Because that vibrational frequency was so long. And this of my Bell's palsy was showing me that this is, a, this is not supporting you. This is not serving you. This is not a good place for you to be. Um, he liked to drink a lot and I don't drink. So it was just incongruent. Yeah. Wow. That's a powerful story. That, that definitely would make you pay attention. So, um, oh, oh, wait. the one thing I forgot to say was by taking that pause and understanding that my left side of my body was saying, you aren't speaking your truth. You aren't being truthful. The lesson, the life lesson I got from that was knowing my value. That I was this bright, beautiful person connected to this man who didn't really honor me or serve me or believe in my work. And I had to make myself small in order to be with him. And so the true lesson and the true reason I got another version of him was so that I would step into my value, understand what my gifts are to be able to share in such a way to help others live their lives more truthfully and honestly and in alignment. And that really was the lesson why source gave me him in a different guy, same lesson so that I could stand to be who I am today. That makes total sense. And, and I can see that when, and you don't necessarily see it right away, but I had not that dramatic of a situation, but I had a situation with a couple of different bosses that I had in jobs that I've had. One was super terrible and it was, you know, a long amount of time. But then when I went back, I took a time out from the workforce with my daughter, but then I went back and I got, I swear his nephew or somebody like it, not, not really, but it was the same. It was like the same person. And I really didn't think of it. It kind of just hit me just now that, um, that that probably was a lesson that I wasn't recognizing at the time. I was like, why am I in this situation again? Now, luckily that was very, very short lived, but, um, looking back on it now, I can definitely see where, um, that was also, a lesson to be learned. And I hope that I have now learned that. <laughs> I don't want to go back to that ever again. Um, so basically you're saying, so what we need to do, if we're starting to see this in our life or we take a moment, you know, now or whatever to reassess and say, okay, what are the recurring things? What do I need to pay attention to? Like you really have to be aware and, and deliberate and intentional about looking at these things. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, think, I think one of the things that comes up, it's like what you said, oh, this guy is like the same guy must be his, his nephew or his son. Like things get triggered for us. Like the first time they happen, 
we don't really know. We're having the experience of right. we're living into that situation. We're right. getting our points of reference and our tools. But if it keeps happening to us over and over and over again, it's pull out the tools. What were the red flags that were going up? Do you see something that's similar? What is that similarity? What is that similarity trying to teach me? What am I, what am I learning from? That's the optimistic, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't think of it. It starts with a P, but anyway, um, or because when you don't do that and you don't sort of stop and take a moment, then it, that's what I said. It, first it whispers, then it knocks, then you fall on your knees and you're in an mm -hmm. accident and you know, it just gets bigger and bigger. But if you are stopping yourself as they're occurring, life's happening at you instead of uh, life's happening for you instead of at you at you means I'm a victim of for right. you is a, a you know an optimistic way of looking at something that's occurring in your life even if it's negative it's like I took that negative relationship ending and I applied it to a much more deeper profound perspective of why I was given that lesson right, right. Exactly. so um it's not like you have to go through many iterations, but what it is, is about being aware as your life is happening. Like, oh, I need to look for those markers, you know? Oh, those markers right. are here. I don't want to go down that path again. Right. But it does take, it does take some conscious intention to do that because you're all, you do get all caught up in the moment of a relationship or an opportunity or whatever it is. And you, sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees. Like you, you really have to stop and say, maybe if it's not a great situation, you kind of take, try to take stock of that at the end of it or whatever. And, and just make a mental note to, to watch for those markers, watch for those, you know, people say red flag. Well, <laughs> that's what that means. We don't see them. It, here's the thing. Your body will tell you. Your body tells you because it feels contracted and tight. You might, right. you might feel a level of tension or snarkiness or anger. Your body is living with the energetic field of what's occurring. Right. When things are good and they're, they're supportive and flowing, you feel open. You feel relaxed. You, you, you feel a level of flow and ease. Right. right. So when you're feeling that sort of, that's when you're like, oh, hey, there might be a lesson here. <laughs> Hold on. Right. And at the end of the day, what's the, all, what's the thing that we all have? At the end of the day? At the end of all of it, when we're, when we're, look, when we're trying to live our lives and go through our lives, we all have choices. Mm. And we may not realize it at the time, but we do. We're in charge. Well, I mean, that's true of everything in our lives, period. Right. Right. It's choice. And when we have conversations with ourselves, like, oh, I can't do that because, and I can't do that because, that's you really limiting your option for choice. Yeah, the choice might be difficult. It, it might have some, you know, challenging consequences. It, it might mean that you're alone. In my case, you're alone. But there's growth in being alone. There's an understanding of self-awareness and love and self-love and acceptance. 
choice is, is always available to us. And when we don't think we have it, that's when we need to take a breath and stop and go, oh, what, okay, what, what could that look like? That, that's what we call living in possibility. Right, right. We should all strive for more of that for sure. Yeah. And when you, yeah, when you are that. that way, you have to be responsible. You are responsible for how you're creating your life. But in that level of responsibility, there is so much freedom because mm-hmm. you're not living to the, the dictate of anybody else outside of you, whether it be family, a spouse, a child, you know, work. Your choice is, is solidly here. You get to reap the rewards and you get to um, experience the consequence, but sometimes tough consequences are a doorway to freedom. Right. The soul wants what it wants. Always does. Always tell you. It's gonna tell you. It's gonna tell you. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. All right. Well, I think that's a, a great place to to wrap it up for today. Um, if you're seeing recurring themes in your life, stop. Take a minute. Take stock. See what's going on and see what changes you can make connect uh, connect the dots connect the connect, dots connect the dots connect <laughs> the dots that's the moral of that story thank you thank you for joining us today uh, if you enjoyed this please share it and uh, we'll see you next time bye now bye bye